cancer has creeped upon us. It's time to take the games inside. Lace up your sneakers and get on the court. Welcome to high school basketball here on the stations of the Gleason Radio Group, OXO Country, Family Time, and Easy 1240. Now, let's take you courtside. Welcome in to the Augusta Civic Center, better known as the ACC. Because when you say AC, it makes you real. It makes you think of air conditioning, and that's what it feels like. When you say right ACC, now. it makes you think of Atlantic Coast Conference. But oh well. And we've got Blue Devils on the floor. <laughs> but I'm bomb. Yeah. There we go. The Lewiston Blue Devils take on the Hamden Academy Broncos, as some like to call them, the Hamden Academy Hoosiers. Yeah. Eastern A final. Matt Beltwell and Cal Oaks with you here. High above the concession stand at the ACC. Congratulations to the Lawrence Bulldogs. The ladies knocked off Bangor. They will go on to face the winner of Macaulay in TA, which will be happening later on tonight in Portland. Meanwhile, let's go back to the boys. And uh, Lewiston has had quite a had quite a time getting here. And by time, I mean they've had a good time. Yeah, they, they have that team of destiny look about them lately. Uh, knocking off, I mean... There's no better feeling for Lewiston than knocking off Edward Little anytime. When you do it in the semifinals, when you do it convincingly in a game where Edward Little kind of roared back in the third quarter and made it look like they were going to do their Edward Little thing against Lewiston, which was rip their heart out, and then come back and win anyway, 55-45, to 45, it's, that has to be one of the all-time mountaintop moments in Lewiston basketball history. You're talking about a program that hasn't won a regional title since 1966, Hasn't won a state title since 1960. Hasn't been to this game since 1991, and had kind of played second fiddle in the Twin Cities for the better part of the last two decades to Edward Little. So to get that done after just blowing out Coney in the first round, uh, just mopping the floor with him on Monday morning after two tough games during the regular season, which they came out on top, but were much more of a struggle than that. They have won... Seven of eight since going six and six with an overtime loss to Old, uh, Oxford Hills in mid to late January. So Lewiston has been on that right kind of run. Most of the wins have been by double digits. That said, they're playing the team that has owned this tournament. This uh, Hamden looking for its unprecedented, what would be an unprecedented fourth consecutive Class A East championship. Nobody's ever done that. There have been plenty that have won three over the years. Hamden, of course, led by uh, junior Nick Gilpin. Gilpin has been the best player in this tournament, although Isaiah Harris could make a case, but he's had some foul trouble issues. So Gilpin has just uh, dominated. The other night was the Battle of the Knicks between Gilpin and Mayo of Mesolonsky. And <laughs> Mayo had his game, did what he does as a six foot eight center forward and with, with all the skills that he brings. Gilpin is just a special player who, you know, makes everyone around, not just makes everyone around him better, just make always makes the right pass. Never makes the never makes the bad mistake. Never takes the bad shot. He just does everything you want him to do. The consummate point guard. You know, it's two different styles. Hamden has that uh, very structured look. Everybody touches the ball in every possession. They, Lewiston is a frenetic pace, but to be fair to them, they slowed it down when they had to against Edward Little. Got some good half court possessions. And kind of took that game over at a place where it was slipping away, or seemed to be. 
it, it's definitely uh, easier to play a decent half court when you have Isaiah Harris and Trevor Irish on the floor. Yeah, and we know that's been a problem the first two games just because of the style of play that gets called here. And say what you will about that, but you've got to adjust to it. And I think they did a little bit against Edward Little. Uh, those two guys were a big focus on what they needed to do against Edward Little because the, the game plan, as I understand it in its entirety, was keep Lou Jensen off the, the boards and limit Edward Little to one shot. And if they don't fall for Edward Little, which the shots weren't early on, we're going to get the lead and we're going to get the uh, advantage and be able to dictate the game our way. And that's exactly how it played out. Uh, the game plan has played out completely according to plan the first two games. Hamden has a way of making your game plan go down the tubes uh, against so many good teams over the years. Now, they've only played once during the season. It was at Hamden where the Broncos are undefeated since opening their new gym. And Lewiston took it to double overtime before losing 50-45. to 45. So anybody that wants to paint Lewiston as a severe underdog in this game, I think has got another thing coming. It's a toss-up. Well, and, and I would say here, too, that even though Lewiston, it's, it's a couple of different teams, Lewiston was, for the longest time, the only team that had beaten Hamden in the regular season in forever. A couple yes. of years ago, they knocked off right. uh, they knocked off Hamden at home with the uh, Christian McHugh Fred Knight team. In, in, yeah, that was uh, I was there that night, and that was a, a game where Lewiston also smartly controlled the tempo a little bit uh, in a way that we don't often see them do. So they they have some history with Hamden. It's good history. They also have some some negative history here on this floor. They've been eliminated by Hamden uh, the past couple of years right. coming into this game, once in the quarterfinals, once in the semifinals. Uh, they know each other well. There, there are no secrets here. In each game, Really, it was, you might as well wash and repeat it because it was Lewiston got into foul trouble early in the first half, didn't recover, fell behind, and was never able to get close enough to Hamden to do anything. And one notable difference about those two games, they involved two Gilpin brothers. Now Hamden's only got one. There are no seniors that play any significant time for Hamden. There are nine that play significant time for Lewiston and a couple on the bench besides that. That is a big factor in games like this. You, You wouldn't think it would be at this point. Everybody's played, you know, 20, 21 games. Lewiston just has that maturity that Lewiston teams of the past haven't had. We don't know about him. We haven't seen them in that situation yet. They haven't had a close game in this tournament. We will uh, we'll find out. We will. The other thing I would say, too, is the last time you saw Hamden Academy play a really super athletic team was down in uh, the state final last year against Portland. That did not work out so well. It didn't go well, did it? No. And a lot of people were conceding that game to them before it even t- tipped off, and... Uh, we found out differently. And now that was a certainly a special Portland team that was, I believe, undefeated in its own right. Right. So, uh, you know, let's let's leave, say, leave that for what it is. But Lewiston uh, you know, struggled early on in the season. I think they battled some injuries. They battled some, you know, some of the things that Lewiston has often battled in the past. Some trying to get everybody on the same page. And, you know, Coach, Coach Tim Farrar has, uh, in the course of his six or seven years or whatever it's been, has has managed that better than anybody, certainly since Jason Fuller, when, when he was the coach. And I, I think it's he's got a special group. I think he, as the season wore on, I, I think the feeling that this was a special group sort of sort of clicked uh, with everybody, and including the players. And they just sort of uh, started paying attention to detail a little differently than maybe they did in November and December, and said, you know, this is this is an opportunity to do something that nobody in in our lifetime certainly has done at Lewiston. And let's go do this. And it's been a different team ever since. Absolutely has. We are at pregame. 
Lewiston, Hamden Academy. It's the Eastern A Boys Final of the MPA State Tournament here at the Augusta Civic Center. We will have more for you coming up. You're listening to Z1055, LA's only local radio station. You can also hear it at AM1240 and online at Z1055.com. Would you like to have a new home or addition or garage designed for free? Well, if you buy the materials for your project from Hammond Lumber Company, you can. The designers and estimators in Hammond's Home Planning Center will help you turn your ideas and sketches into detailed drawings and a complete list of the building materials you'll need to make it all happen. Over the years, Hammond's Home Planning experts have drawn thousands of plans for building projects of all kinds, and they've worked with homeowners and contractors alike. Whether you already know exactly what you want or you need help getting started, They'll guide you from wherever you are in the process. They'll knock themselves out to meet your timeline and even deliver your order for free within striking distance of their stores. So call 1-866-HAMMOND toll-free or go online to the home planning page at HAMMONLUMBER.com and get your building project designed for free. That's 1-866-HAMMOND or HAMMONLUMBER.com. You've outgrown your house and had planned to move up to a bigger one by now. Well, we've all had to make some concessions to the down economy. But take heart, you can still make your house work for you while waiting for the turnaround. At Franklin Savings Bank, our lenders make decisions locally, so you won't have to wait it out as your project is debated somewhere far, far away. Let us get to work helping you make your house a dream house again. Find out just how easy it is to bank with Frank. Why would anyone bank anywhere else? Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Talking to Joe Galetta at Ripley and Fletcher Ford in South Paris. Joe, what's your recipe for success? You know, when we get a customer or somebody who chooses to give us the opportunity to be their dealer, it's our job to do everything we possibly can to get them to choose us. As long as we continue to do that, we're going to continue to be very successful in all areas of the dealership. We really have become a force to be reckoned with. You know, it's not our goal to be the biggest dealership. We just want to be the best. Ripley and Fletcher Ford, Main Street in South Paris or RipleyandFletcherFord.com. Oxford County's premier dealer since 1909. Central Maine Community College in Auburn offers more than 24 career, technical, or transfer programs that prepare students for good-paying jobs in Maine or to continue their education at a four-year college or university. In addition to the Auburn campus, CMCC also offers courses in several locations in Oxford and Franklin counties. If you're looking for quality, convenience, and the lowest tuition in New England, come and explore CMCC. Call them today at 755-5273 or come to their open house Saturday, April 11th, online at CMCC.com. Over 7% of adults are diagnosed with heart disease right here in Androscoggin County. With February being American Heart Month, the YMCA encourages everyone in Lewiston, Auburn to take steps to make sure they're heart healthy. Let the YMCA's caring staff help you and your family get active through their variety of programs and nutrition counseling. Visit the YMCA at 62 Turner Street, Auburn. Call 795-4095 online at alymca.org. Find them on Facebook. There's never been a better time to be a member of the YMCA. Proud to be a sponsor of high school sports. Central Maine Orthopedics is proud to be a sponsor of high school playoff action. CMO's sports medicine program provides diagnosis, treatment, and rehabilitation of sports-related injuries by integrating the services of their physicians, including Dr. Paul Kane and Dr. Patrick Fallon, physical therapists and athletic trainers. CMO offers priority scheduling for athletes. They'll get them in within 24 hours and back of the game as quickly as possible. CMO is located at 690 Minot Avenue in Auburn. Call 376-3340 online at cmogroup.org or find them on Facebook. 
Whether you're on your way to the game or celebrating after, Pat's Pizza on Center Street in Auburn invites you to stop by for a meal that everyone in your family and on your team will enjoy. Like spinach and artichoke dip, nachos, amazing salads and wraps, meat and veggie lasagna, and more. And of course, there's Pat's Pizza. Order plain, specially, gourmet, or gluten-free. Dine in or take out from Pat's Pizza. Located at 85 Center Street in Auburn. Call 784-8221. Online at patsauburn.com. Pat's Pizza is proud to be a sponsor of high school playoff action. The accounting firm of Robustelli, Susie, and Hussey and Lewiston is proud to be helping to sponsor high school sports broadcasts. They are community-minded and strive to provide personal service to every client. The professionals at Robustelli, Susie, and Hussey specialize in taxes, accounting, and strategic planning to help you achieve your business and financial goals. To learn more about Robustelli, Susie, and Hussey, visit their website at www.rrscpa.com. Call 783-2839 or stop by their office at 1071 Lisbon Street in Lewiston. Welcome back to the Augusta Civic Center. Matt Beltwell and Cal Oaks with you here. Hey now. Lewiston and Hammond Academy. It's the Easter Day final of the MPA State Tournament here at the ACC. Capping off a rather long week of Easter Day basketball. We started off with, well technically we started off with nine. We started off with eight once we got to Augusta and now we're down to two. That's it. The final four in the state. We've got a Class A game being played in Portland tonight between uh, Portland and Falmouth. That will decide the uh, team that faces the winner of this game. And they'll come here next Saturday for the state final. And that's going to be fun no matter what. I think you got four very, very good, athletic, talented basketball teams there. And that's uh, it's going to be quite a, quite a show. No, I think it will be. Uh, also, a couple of shows you're going to watch tonight is uh, Dirigo and Moranicook. Just, just pick one because it's Dirigo and Moranicook. Yeah, it's either or, and uh, I think both matchups are sensational. Moranicook boys, I, I'd love to have the time to go back through the records. I didn't have today, but you know, I could get them through 1960 and figure out how many teams have had a losing record coming into a regional final because I bet you can count them on two or three fingers. And uh, Moranicook at 10 and 11. <laughs> We'll be that against the Darigo boys tonight, but they have a background with a 17-point win last year uh, to give them confidence. So that's a toss-up. And then the girls' game, you got uh, the KVAC champion, Miranda Cook, against the MVC runner-up, Cougars. That's going to be a showdown as well. No, it ought to be a, a very good one. And they're going to do some introductions, so they are. we'll let them do that. Gino. And welcome back. Didn't have to come back because we were already here. <laughs> yeah, where you been? 
I don't know. I, I don't know. I, just following your just following your lead, man. Irish and McIntyre will tip it up. And the tip is won by Hamden. Oh! Slamma jamma! Oh, my goodness. Right off the tip, Irish tipped it to Nick Gilpin, who put it down with two hands to start. Two to nothing, Hamden Academy. Not the start you wanted. Well, auspicious, no, for sure. Still only two points, so, you know, dunks only count for two. That's just That was like a Rex Chapman dunk. How tall is Gilpin? I mean, <laughs> it says 6'3", so. <laughs> I don't, I'm 6'3", he's not. I'm going to stand next to him after the game, one way or the other. Maybe 6'1". They get it down low to Irish with the left hand. Triple teamed over the top. 6'10 will help. Makes it 2-2. And the hook will bring you back as Blues Traveler <laughs> once said. Nice, nice little shot. Little baby hook by Irish. Gilpin pulls back, takes a three, and buries it. Here's Louise. And Nick Gilpin is apparently in the zone to start this he's, one. Uh, two he's a stud. Lewiston going right to left on your radio dial. They're in the road blues that say devils on them. As David Putty would say, devils. <laughs> You're going to hell. Yeah, Hamden Academy in the white, in the white uniforms, the purple numbers. And the arrows pointing up on the sides. That means I've got nowhere to go but up, apparently. They get into the corner for Harris. Harris drives in, pull-up jumper. Too strong. Rebound. Irish was literally just standing there like, oh, hey, look at the ball. It just throws it right in. Watch, five to four. Watching Irish do the offensive putback is funny because he just doesn't have to leave his feet. Even He doesn't even think about it. And good on him just to tap that thing up, not try, try and go and dunk it and get called for a travel or something silly. Hamden working it around, and it's stolen away. That's a nice play there by Gaines. He lays it up. Oh, my goodness. That thing did everything but go down. Circus shot from his feet straight up in the air, hung on the rim for approximately four seconds. That was like fouled. straight out of a movie, you know, where they slow it down at the end of the game. Oh, yeah, that was Teen Wolf or something. Oh, that's totally Teen Wolf. <laughs> First free throw was good, and we're tied at five. We got in trouble last time we mentioned Teen Wolf. Yeah, we do not. We, yeah, that's, that was that caused a, a furor. Social media storm, if you will. <laughs> Gaines hits both. That's an X factor for Lewis and there is tight team Gaines. Yeah, he had 27 in a game earlier this year against Mount Ararat. Speaking of someone who shot a lot, it's Gilpin. He fires away. Heat check, no good. But Hamden Academy is there for the rebound. Ian McIntyre, the freshman, he was huge in a game against Oxford Hills a couple of weeks ago. Doesn't play like a freshman. It's 7-6. to six. Camden Academy with a one-point lead. Six minutes remaining in the first quarter. I'm back with the putback. And this has been an efficient start here for both teams. Uh, even when they miss, they're putting them back up and in. Bell for three. He's been hitting them all tournament. Can't hit it here. Irish, however, is too far underneath the basket. Harris tips it out. Gaines for three. Buries it. 9-7. to seven. Lewiston retakes the lead by two. Devils are taking all of Hamden's punches right now and throwing a few haymakers of their own. Great presence of mind from Isaiah Harris. Such an unselfish player. Working it around. That's Black. Black has had a very good tournament. Shot very well against Brunswick, but that shot is no good. Rebound comes down to the Devils. Shot is up. It is no good. A little out of control by Ace Curry. And Curry, and back the other way comes Hamden. Gilpin gets it to Black, who is wide open on the right side, and lays it up and in easily on the break. We're tied at 9, 5.05 remaining in the first quarter. 
Back the other way, fast and furious, and you've got a turnover as the ball's passed into the backcourt. Who else but Gilpin? Gilpin with it, gets it over to Brandon McIntyre. He lays it up and in, 11-9. Hamden retakes the lead. They will, if they smell blood, they are like a shark. They will be all over you. Gilpin feeding two quick baskets on the fast break, and yeah, you cannot give them freebies. One thing I, I noticed about Gilpin this year, he really knows. As Irish gets the hoop and the harm, again with the left hand. Working the right, working the uh, the right side of the block. What a game! Eleven. What a game this has been so far. My goodness. <laughs> Irish waits for the basketball at the free throw line. His free throw is in and out, no good, but you've got a violation. Violation. That means he'll get a, another chance. So that free throw didn't count. It never happened. It never happened. It's like, like it didn't exist. It's like men in black. Somebody just flashed a light. Whoop, here we are. <laughs> Irish goes back to the line. You will forget everything. And he takes, he cannot take advantage, but Isaiah Harris can get the offensive rebound. His put back is around the rim and down. How about a four-point play out of that? 13 to 11, Lewiston retakes the lead, 4.30 remaining in the first quarter. And Harris has just been a monster on the glass in this half. Hamden working it around. But those were his first points. Brandon McIntyre for three. He's not going to miss either. Just beyond the high school three-point line on the left elbow extended, and it's 14 to 13. Hamden Academy retakes the lead by one, 4.05 remaining in the first quarter. First one to 100 wins. Uh, that's, you may not be exaggerating on that. Harris over to Bell. Down low to Irish, but he's a little too far out. Gets it back to Bell. Bell puts it on the floor. Floater up and in. 15-14. This is fantastic this, basketball. This is insane. This is what we've been waiting for. This is what I've been waiting for for a long time. I'm just so tired of the lack of offense in high school basketball these days. It's just, there's abundance of it right now in the first four minutes of this I don't know how I'm going to get through this broadcast without weeping tears of joy because this is just so great to watch. Gilpin drives in. Shot is no good. Good defense there. Quintarian Brown went around the back, but then the ball kind of bounced up towards his chest, and it hung there for a second, and that's going to be a carry. And there's your first round. Now, that will be your second lose in turnover, I believe, in this game. 15-14, they lead Hamden Academy. 3.29 remaining in the first quarter. Just an unbelievable flow, and wow, we're actually going to have a half-court offensive possession here as Gilpin kind of slows it down. Even the half court has been. <laughs> no, it's been a breakneck pace. And the way Hamden just moves the ball so quickly as they did there. Black shot is no good. Brandon McIntyre tries to get the defensive rebound. Isaiah Harris taps it out of bounds. It will remain with Hamden Academy. 314 on the clock. Hamden will inbound on the right side of their basket. Gilpin will do the inbounding. Both teams 6 for 10 from the field. It seems like they're shooting even better than that. McIntyre shot is blocked by Harris. Put on the floor. Another long jumper by Hamden Academy is good. That is a Connery Moore. 16 to 15. Hamden retakes the lead. Three minutes remaining in the first quarter. Every Hamden player has scored. Every Lewiston starter has scored except for Curry. And he's a threat to do that anytime, although he's not in the game right now. As Quintarian Brown checked in for him. Quintarian Brown up at the top of the key. Crosses over. He's got some pretty good offense when he comes off the bench. Three-point attempt by Shabbat is no good. Rebound comes down to Gilpin. He gets it up ahead to McIntyre. He's ahead of the pack, but he loses it out of bounds. Ryan Bell kind of made that happen by getting a, hand, a finger on the ball at least, and it was off McIntyre's body. It will come back this way with 234 remaining in the quarter. 
Bell will inbound. Nick Chassie coming in for him, then that's their first substitution. Nick Chassie can shoot. Actually, Zach Boss also in the game. Like a boss. <laughs> Hugo Boss. Possibly. Big boss man. Like we're out of bosses at this point. Horrible bosses. He's not one. <laughs> Undercover boss. Possibly. Down low to Irish, but he couldn't quite find the handle, and his shot suffered for it. So the rebound comes down to Gilpin. Nice shot fake by Moore. Hand off, and a pass is up in the air. Lewis is going to track it down. It'll be Brown. He crosses over, puts it up. No good. Harris with the rebound and the putback. Lewis retakes the lead 17-16. to 16. Two minutes remaining in the first quarter. And Brown made that happen. Didn't quite slow down enough to finish it, but Harris was there for the follow. This might be an all-timer if it continues like this. Gilpin up top, thought about shooting it, didn't. Instead gets it to McIntyre. McIntyre in with the left hand. Goes around Irish, up and in, 18 to 17. And that's exactly how you attack someone who's 6'10 when you are only 6'3. Harris outside, over to Bell. Bell on the left elbow extended right in front of the Hampton bench. Bell's going to drive in. Floater, no good. One of the call, didn't get it. Rebound comes down to Hamden, but Isaiah Harris takes it away. Back with Lewiston. Down to Irish. Up, no good. Oh, tried that one to get the other night that he uh, converted against DL. That reverse layup just didn't want to fall this time. Chassis up ahead to Gilpin. Gilpin takes the shot. Baseball pass down low. And the foul will be called there as Zach Boss, who's down on the baseline, was the recipient of a nice pass from Gilpin. And he will go to the line to shoot a pair. Hamden is up one, a minute and nine remaining in the first quarter. And only two fouls, three fouls have been called. This way. The officials have let this thing flow the way it has and been fantastic. Knock on wood. First free throw is good. It is 19 to 17. Still don't know what's being cooked in that concession to Stan Cal, but I was fine oh, until you mentioned word. it. Kevin Dillingham in the game, and he's had a nice tournament for the Devils. Really has. He's had a great season for him as well. Yep. Kid who didn't play any basketball until just a couple of years ago. Mainly because people probably said, hey, you're tall. You should play basketball. Yeah, exactly. 20 to 17. Scamden Academy makes both free throws. They lead by three. Largest lead of the game for anybody at this point. She's been back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. Takeem Gaines. Gaines looks for the tie, but it was short. Rebound comes down to who else but Gilpin. He's gotten five defensive boards, six total. McIntyre on the floor stops. No, you got to call something there. He got away with a walk there, and And Timmy Farrar is making it known. 22-17, Hamden with a five-point lead. A 35-second swing in the first quarter. If you're Lewiston, you really want to make sure you finish this quarter with a flourish. Seen too many games in this tournament change around with a last-second shot at the buzzer at the half of the quarter. They're working it around over on Media Row. That's Quintarian Brown. Cross-court to Harris. Harris tries to go in. Instead, he'll take the floater and pop it up and in. 22-19. Ten seconds remaining. Gilpin with the basketball. He shot him from over 50 feet here before. So He's I don't made think him at least twice that I've seen. Curry guarding a crossover by Gilpin. Draws the foul with .2 seconds remaining. Did not hit the shot. He'll go to the line to shoot a pair. 22-19 Hamden looking to make it more. He's just such a heady player. Always in control of the situation. Always knows how much time is left. Where his teammates are. You can just tell these Hamden kids play a lot of basketball together year-round. They really do. Almost all of them are on the same AAU team in the summer. First free throw is good. 
Gilpin plays with some kids down south, but I think he's played enough basketball with them to know what's going on on a regular yeah. basis. Just maybe. <laughs> it's the first. Two fouls apiece on each squad. Second free throw is good, 24-19. Hamden with a five-point lead. Irish cracks the scoreboard. And it crashes to... No, it doesn't. Not yet, anyways. <laughs> Later on in the quarter, hopefully nobody gets hurt. End of one quarter of play. It's 24-19 Hamden. That's right. One quarter and that many points. We'll be right back on Z1055. For more than 60 years, the people at Hammond Lumber Company have been well known for their extraordinary commitment to serving their customers. What you may not know is their extraordinary commitment to serving their main communities. The person at the shipping desk who coordinates hundreds of free deliveries to homes and job sites may be the same volunteer firefighter who helped save that house down the road. The tool expert who helped you decide on exactly the right circular saw may have been the umpire at the softball game or the coach of your son's or daughter's hockey or basketball team, or a scout leader, or chair of the town planning board, or a volunteer at the animal shelter. These are only a few of the people working at Hammond Lumber who are committed to serving others in a variety of ways. Why not stop by your nearest Hammond store and see how they can serve you? Just call 1-866-HAMMOND or go online to HammondLumber.com. That's 1-866-HAMMOND and HammondLumber.com. Lucent basketball out of the quarter timeout. Shot by Curry's no good. Rebound fought for by Dylan. <laughs> he rips it away and puts it down. 24-21 Lewiston. Just love the way that kid has come on in the second half of the season. That was an aggressive move there by Kevin Dillingham. Completely clean. Just ripped the ball away. And shout out to the officials for not calling that the quickest jump ball in history because you've seen a few of those in this tournament. Chassis from deep buries it. The redheaded assassin makes it 27-21. to and just like that, uh, Hamden can... You get feeling good about yourself, and then Hamden takes it right away from you. Hamden does not have a lot of scoring droughts. That's one thing Lewiston's got to remember. They get it down low to Irish, but he can't do anything with it. He kicks it out to Curry, and the Devils reset. Usually if they have one, it's early in the game. <laughs> that doesn't bode well. No, they came out on fire right away. And then you're going to have an offensive foul called on Gaines. Yeah. And they're going to call it, but it's 40 feet from the basket. Good defense by Hammond Academy to draw that. 6.53 remaining in the first half. It's 27-21. Hammond Academy with a six-point lead. They're hitting three-pointers left and right. If you lose, then you're just going to ebb the tide. Another three. Uh They're not stopping yet. Connery Moore buries it home, 30-21. Now up to a nine-point lead for Hamden. It's not like Lewiston's playing bad. It's just Hamden is completely into it. Lights out. Three-point attempt from Lewiston is no good, but the rebound comes down to Bell. Bell fires the three. No, that'll be a two. He hits it 30 to 23. Yeah, you don't want to get in the you don't want to try to match three for three. You don't need to do that. Just stay the course. Shot is no good by Hamden Academy. They finally missed one. Hamden's not going to shoot about. 80% forever. You know what I'm saying? No, they, they are not. And if they do, I want an investigation. Brown thought about shooting it. Doesn't. Irish to Bell. Bell wide open again. No good. Rebound comes down to Gilpin. He gets it down low. Boss 
Gets trapped, gets it to Chassis. Chassis kicks it out and it's taken away by Quintarian Brown. He gets a pass down low to Isak. Isak saves it from going out of bounds. Pass goes to the backcourt. Lewiston saves it. Hamden fans think it's a backcourt. It isn't. Bell swings it around. Brown with it. Out Learn deep. the rule book. <laughs> Brown tries to draw contact. Two players collide, and there's nothing. Out of bounds. It'll be... Of course, if it had been 40 feet from the basket and nobody had gained a thing from it, it would have been an immediate whistle. It looked like two kids that were like, I'm going to make it look more dramatic than it is, and they both yeah, like, tried to was dramatic little, each other. It was a little bit of, uh, on the weekend of the Oscars, appropriately enough. It's like that Drew Carey show. Three-pointer is no good. Not the sitcom, but whose line is that? <laughs> anyway, another shot by Hamden as they get the rebound is no good. Rebound comes down to Isaiah Harris. 30-23, to Hamden Academy with a seven-point lead. Lewiston's in a little bit of a scoring drought here. Unfortunately, it's matching up with, unfortunately for them, it's matching up with Hamden's scoring drought. Irish's pass as he was down on the baseline was an impossible angle to Harris, and it goes out of bounds. A no-look pass while he was double-teamed, probably not the wisest. Decision. No, probably not. Timmy Ferrer will take a timeout. We'll take a quick one as well. We'll be right back. It's Lose to Playoff Basketball on Z1055. You've outgrown your house and had planned to move up to a bigger one by now. Well, we've all had to make some concessions to the down economy. But take heart. You can still make your house work for you while waiting for the turnaround. At Franklin Savings Bank, our lenders make decisions locally, so you won't have to wait it out as your project is debated somewhere far, far away. Let us get to work helping you make your house a dream house again. Find out just how easy it is to bank with Frank. Why would anyone bank anywhere else? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back. It is 30 to 23. Hamden Academy with a seven-point lead and the basketball. Four minutes, 52 seconds remaining here in the first half. Matt Bowell and Cal Oaks with you here at the Augusta Civic Center. Me and Gene Casty keep this back on the air at the Z1055 Studios, live on the corner of Center and Bradman. Well, you know me, Gene. <laughs> well, you know me, Gene. Hamden Academy works it around. Get it on the baseline. Kick it up top to Gilpin. Now down low to Moore. He misses the shot, but the cleanup is right there. It's Brandon McIntyre. And it's 32-23, Hamden Academy. Hamden's ball movement and Hamden's presence of mind is just unbeatable. I don't, I don't, I don't know how they lost games. <laughs> and they'll have a travel there on Irish, as he didn't get rid of the ball before it went in. Lewiston's had a couple of turnovers here and a little bit of a scoring drought, and Hamden has taken advantage. Yeah, well, you do take advantage. When you don't miss shots, your lead's just going to keep going up when the other team occasionally does miss one or turns it over. Lewiston here, you just got to hold the course and try and keep Hamden off the boards. Hamden 12 for 19, but they've got five offensive rebounds. So when they've missed, all but two of them have ended up in their hands. You have a kickball there on Irish. Irish picks a college yet? I don't know. Or is but a college I, they, they ought to be knocking on his door, I think. 6'10 with some soft hands and a hook. Not a lot of. Wow. Whoa. Oh, really? Okay, three-point attempt is no good. Rebound comes down there. Curry had it. Looked like he got some contact. The ball batted. Should have gone out of bounds. Instead, hit the official's foot. And now you're going to have a foul on... Oh, he waited way too long for my comfort there, but he did call it on Hamden. On Connery Moore. Man. Good take there by Harris. I think that's the first time I've ever seen a ball hit an official, so... Yeah, usually you don't see it, so they're in the they're in the field of play, so to speak. So it's perfectly legit. 
It's like the Super Bowl when they set the pick there for Baldwin. Harris. Harris hits the first free throw. It's 32-24. Eight-point lead here for Hamden Academy. Harris' second free throw is also good. 32-25. If you Lewiston, when you do get to the line on those on those occasions, got to take advantage of it. Yeah. Lewiston only a 59% free throw shooting team during the year. If that's if there's a scary stat for the Devils coming into this game, that's it. Because you know Hamden's certainly higher than that. I don't have their numbers, but uh, you can imagine. It cost them both of their games against Oxford Hills this year. Hamden working it around the perimeter. They get it up top. And it is tipped around, and it's going to go out of bounds. Okay. And it'll be him to basketball. Look like it went off of Jake Black from here, but I'm, I'm not seeing a lot of no, arguing. No pro- so. protestation? No. Hamden works it around. Gilpin right in front of Media Row, right in front of uh, Kevin Mills, actually. Yeah. 310 remaining in the first half, which is 32-25. Hamden with the lead. I'll be sitting for Durgo and Marinica doubleheader this evening. <laughs> Looking forward to it. I haven't decided if I'm going to sit there or I'm going to sit here and bother Ryan and Donnie yet. Turnover there by Hamden Academy. I more that. Has, <laughs> what, you don't want me on Media Row? No, that's, no, it just seems more fun to bother them. Moore has to save it. Stolen away by Lewiston. They get it down on the other end. It's Isaiah Harris into the post. 32-27. 32-27, Lewiston trails by five. Isaiah Harris gets two points. Hamden works it around. Gilpin from a long way away. It doesn't matter to him if it's NBA range, wherever. He hits that from Sydney, and it's 35-27, Hamden. Bell, a little too strong. Knocked over two Hamden players. No calls, and it's the Hamden Academy Broncos basketball on the rebound. Tough to be one and done. And they have Gilpin fires again. No good. That was from Andy Bedard range. <laughs> one was from Belgrade. The second one was from Oakland. Bell looks for another. Hits it. 35-30. And this is the point now where Lewiston has gotten back into five, four points a couple of times. And Gilpin has come back and made a big play. Got to make sure they got an eye on him. Ace Curry d up on Gilpin. Gilpin has it out by center court. Minute 37 remaining in the first half. He gets it to McIntyre. The shot is no good. Rebound comes down to Isaiah Harris. Very important possession here for the Devils. You've got to get something out of it. At least get a good shot. Bell gets it to Harris. Harris with a pull-up jumper. No good. Rebound Irish. Puts it on the floor. Hook shot. Hits it. 35-32. Three-point lead now for Hamden Academy with a minute 15 remaining in the first half. Finish quarters strong. Harris had gains wide open over here. Passed that up, and it turned out to be the right move, even though he didn't get the first one to go down because Irish right there. Knowing Hamden, they probably would have cut in front of it because it was cross court. So. <laughs> That's exactly. I hate cross court passes, so good point. Gilpin gets it down low to Moore, and he can't finish. It's tapped a around. Rare miss down low for the Broncos, and the Devils with a chance to tie it up. We're Get within one, at least. They get it to Harris. Off the back iron, and it falls down. 35-34. Isaiah Harris is probably having his best first half of this tournament. He's got 12 points by far, and his best in a while. Penn State may want to look into maybe letting him play some basketball <laughs> down there. I've at seen that walk program. on. Yeah, they're, they're awful. <laughs> they're good. They'll have a good track team, though. 25 seconds remaining in the first half. Hamden is up by one. 
Try to keep you updated on the Lake Region game as well. That's over on 92. Oh! Stolen away, Tykeem Gaines. Goes up against Chassis, and the foul is called. That'll be on the floor as Chassis got him down low. That will not be a shooting foul. So with 14.8 seconds remaining in the first half, Lewiston will inbound right in front of us on and the right side of the basket. Hamden, for 14 minutes, played doggone near a perfect first half, and Lewiston has a chance to go into the locker room with the lead. They get it up top to Irish. He brings it down. Off the glass. Can't get it to go, but the rebound gains. Power dribble, and it's tied up. Jake Black got in there and took it away. 9.3 seconds remaining in the first half, and Hamden leads by one. They're looking to inbound it. They get it to McIntyre. McIntyre almost lost it. Puts it on the court. It's taken away by Curry. Curry to Harris. Three seconds. Two seconds. Up ahead to Brown. Off the buzzer. No good. Couldn't slow it down to slow himself down, and it was too strong. But if you're the Lewiston Blue Devils, give yourselves a round of applause. Go into the locker room and feel very good about yourselves. They're down one to Hamden Academy at the half. We'll have halftime coming up. You're listening to Lewiston Blue Devils Playoff Basketball live from the ACC on Z1055. Talking to Joe Galetta at Ripley and Fletcher Ford in South Paris. Joe, what's your recipe for success? You know, when we get a customer or somebody who chooses to give us the opportunity to be their dealer, it's our job to do everything we possibly can to get them to choose us. As long as we continue to do that, we're going to continue to be very successful in all areas of the dealership. We really have become a force to be reckoned with. You know, it's not our goal to be the biggest dealership. We just want to be the best. Ripley and Fletcher Ford, Main Street in South Paris or RipleyandFletcherFord.com. Oxford County's premier dealer since 1909. Central Maine Community College in Auburn offers more than 24 career, technical, or transfer programs that prepare students for good-paying jobs in Maine or to continue their education at a four-year college or university. In addition to the Auburn campus, CMCC also offers courses in several locations in Oxford and Franklin counties. If you're looking for quality, convenience, and the lowest tuition in New England, come and explore CMCC. Call them today at 755-5273 or come to their open house Saturday, April 11th, online at CMCC.com. Over 7% of adults are diagnosed with heart disease right here in Androscoggin County. With February being American Heart Month, the YMCA encourages everyone in Lewiston, Auburn to take steps to make sure they're heart healthy. Let the YMCA's caring staff help you and your family get active through their variety of programs and nutrition counseling. Visit the YMCA at 62 Turner Street, Auburn. Call 795-4095 online at alymca.org. Find them on Facebook. There's never been a better time to be a member of the YMCA. Proud to be a sponsor of high school sports. Centerman Orthopedics is proud to be a sponsor of high school playoff action. CMO's sports medicine program provides diagnosis, treatment, and rehabilitation of sports-related injuries by integrating the services of their physicians, including Dr. Paul Kane and Dr. Patrick Fallon, physical therapists and athletic trainers. CMO offers priority scheduling for athletes. They'll get them in within 24 hours and back of the game as quickly as possible. CMO is located at 690 Minot Avenue in Auburn. Call 376-3340 online at cmogroup.org 
or find them on Facebook. Whether you're on your way to the game or celebrating after, Pat's Pizza on Center Street in Auburn invites you to stop by for a meal that everyone in your family and on your team will enjoy. Like spinach and artichoke dip, nachos, amazing salads and wraps, meat and veggie lasagna, and more. And of course, there's Pat's Pizza. Order plain, specially, gourmet, or gluten-free. Dine in or take out from Pat's Pizza, located at 85 Center Street in Auburn. Call 784-8221, online at patsauburn.com. Pat's Pizza is proud to be a sponsor of high school playoff action. The accounting firm of Robostelli, Susie, and Hussey and Lewiston is proud to be helping to sponsor high school sports broadcasts. They are community-minded and strive to provide personal service to every client. The professionals at Robostelli, Susie, and Hussey specialize in taxes, accounting, and strategic planning to help you achieve your business and financial goals. To learn more about Robostelli, Susie, and Hussey, visit their website at www.rrscpa.com. Call 783-2839 or stop by their office at 1071 Lisbon Street in Lewiston. Would you like to have a new home or addition or garage designed for free? Well, if you buy the materials for your project from Hammond Lumber Company, you can. The designers and estimators in Hammond's Home Planning Center will help you turn your ideas and sketches into detailed drawings and a complete list of the building materials you'll need to make it all happen. Over the years, Hammond's home planning experts have drawn thousands of plans for building projects of all kinds, and they've worked with homeowners and contractors alike. Whether you already know exactly what you want or you need help getting started, they'll guide you from wherever you are in the process. They'll knock themselves out to meet your timeline and even deliver your order for free within strike distance of their stores. So call 1-866-HAMMOND toll free or go online to the home planning page at HAMMONLUMBER.COM and get your building project designed for free. That's 1-866-HAMMOND or HAMMONLUMBER.COM. You've outgrown your house and had planned to move up to a bigger one by now. Well, we've all had to make some concessions to the down economy. But take heart, you can still make your house work for you while waiting for the turnaround. At Franklin Savings Bank, our lenders make decisions locally, so you won't have to wait it out as your project is debated somewhere far, far away. Let us get to work helping you make your house a dream house again. Find out just how easy it is to bank with Frank. Why would anyone bank anywhere else? Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. All your favorite music back to back. V1055. LA's hit music station. Time for another long set of your favorite music. The Pulse of LA. Z1055. WECR. 35-34 Hamden Academy with a one-point lead. We are at halftime. Matt Beltwell, Cal Oaks. Z1055 AM 1240 or online at Z1055.com. We'll try to get you a score from Portland on the Lake Region game as soon as we've got it. And Cal, if you are the Lewiston Blue Devils, you got to feel very good about yourself, especially yeah. surviving all that Hamden had because Hamden, as you mentioned, most of the half played a perfect half of basketball. Yeah, you finished on a 7-0 run in the final 230 because Hamden got sloppy. Hamden uh, did what Hamden doesn't usually do. Got a little bit complacent, I think, and uh, rushed a couple of possessions and uh, put you doing what you do best, which is uh, getting the ball in transition and making things happen. And both teams have crashed the boards well on the offensive end especially. Uh, so when they do miss, they've had second chances to cash in. We've seen a special half of basketball here. This is by far the best half of this tournament. I... I I can't belabor that point any more than, uh, than I have. The, the quality of play has been uh, iffy, to say the least, at times. And uh, that was 
that was what it should be right there. You see two kids, uh, two teams with a lot of kids who play a lot of basketball with each other year-round and uh, making it happen out there. And uh, kids that know each other well on both sides and anticipate well where the others are going to be and are making good decisions. I, the, the thing that separated this Lewiston team from the ones in the past is that they just don't turn the ball over as much. They make better decisions with the basketball. They don't try to do the fancy things. In fact, there were a couple of times where uh, I think Camden tried to get too fancy. Uh, so it's uh, it's right there for the taking. 16 minutes to go, and it's basically a, a brand-new basketball game, handed up by one. Want to look at the scoring rundown uh, for Lewiston. Isaiah Harris with 12. Trevor Irish with eight, Ryan Bell with seven, Takeem Games with five, and Kevin Dillingham with a memorable two where he ripped the ball away from the Hamden kid <laughs> and put it back up and in. For a total of 34, the Devils, look at uh, some statistics. Uh, they were 14 for 32 from the field. They were four or five from the line. They only turned it over five times, and they out-rebounded Hamden 17 to 14. On the Hamden side, Brendan McIntyre has 11. Nick Gilpin has 10. To go with seven rebounds and three assists. Connor Moore has five. Nick Chassie with three. Jake Black with two. Ian McIntyre with two. Zach Boss with two for their total of 35. Hamden right at 50%. 13 for 26 from the field. They hit all four of their free throws. They turned it over seven times. We've got ourselves a dandy going here. Hamden looking for its fourth consecutive Eastern Maine title. Lewiston looking for its first regional championship in 49 years. Over on 92-7, the Lake Region boys played Cape Elizabeth. 30 years ago today, they beat Cape Elizabeth in the regional final. That did not happen today. Randy Whitehouse and I were both here. Yeah. <laughs> not reporting, but... Cape Elizabeth did win it. 51-46. to They would either play Madomic Valley or Winslow in the state final on, on Friday. Winslow was up over there. That game is going back and forth right now. I believe it was a one-point lead for Winslow last I checked. 49-48, actually, with 22 and a half seconds left, Madomic lead. Wow. So, yeah, um, congratulations to Lake Region on a great season and a great run through the tournament. Of course, tonight, over on 100.70XO, the sister station will have more basketball for you here from the AC Sizzle. As Ryan and Donnie will have the call for you as the Deergo Cougars and Miranda Cook Black Bears go for the girls and boys Western Class C crown. That doesn't happen very often. Doesn't happen very often. Doesn't happen very often that you have a husband and a wife uh, both coaching for the same school going for championships while someone babysits their infant. Uh, it's just uh, it's a special, special community up there, as you well know. And as I've had plenty of experience, it is title town. They, they, just this winter, they've, they've won a state wrestling title. They've won a conference skiing title. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just incredible what they're able to do with essentially 300 kids and uh, just, just a, a special place. And uh, it's going to be good to be here tonight uh, either way to watch that one. And Miranda Cook, uh, for their part, has, has had a lot of success in Class B and now in Class C over the years in multiple sports. And uh, it's going to be a, a great night here at the Civic Center. I hope you can brave the uh, conditions to get here. 
If you can't listen to 100.7, let's take a quick 30-second break, and we'll come back with the second half. You listen to Lewiston Blue Devil Playoff Basketball. They're down by one to Hamden at the half. We'll be right back on the Z. Talking to Joe Galetta at Ripley and Fletcher Ford in South Paris. Joe, what's your recipe for success? You know, when we get a customer or somebody who chooses to give us the opportunity to be their dealer, it's our job to do everything we possibly can to get them to choose us. As long as we continue to do that, we're going to continue to be very successful in all areas of the dealership. We really have become a force to be reckoned with. You know, it's not our goal to be the biggest dealership. We just want to be the best. Ripley and Fletcher Ford, Main Street in South Paris or RipleyandFletcherFord.com. Oxford County's premier dealer since 1909. And welcome back to the Augusta Civic Center. Matt Beltwell, Cal Oaks. It is Lewiston Blue Devil Playoff Basketball here on the ZZ 105.5 LA's only local radio station. It's Lewiston Blue Devil Basketball to start. And almost Hamden Academy's basketball to start as they uh, tipped it away there, but Lewiston tracked it down. Bell, Gaines, Harris, Irish, and Curry for the Devils. Irish has it, triple team, bounces it out to Bell. They close out on him, so they'll come back to Isaiah Harris with a big first half. They work the high-low, Harris to Irish, and the foul's called on Hamden. That ball was all the way down and popped right back out. Might have had a three-point play. Irish goes to the line with 737 remaining in the third quarter. Love the Devils' patience in the half-court set. Uh, when they have those rare opportunities in the past, they would have taken a shot much more quickly than 23 seconds. Timmy Farrar has done such a good job oh, with my the squad. Goodness. Can you imagine? Uh, where he took that program over... I think we all know. Uh, we all probably remember the situation up to Lawrence. And, and the, the opinion of the Lewiston basketball program, right or wrong, throughout the state was not very good at that point. And Irish buries them both. Looked like Mark Price out there shooting free. Okay, maybe a taller, longer version of Mark Price. but Maybe Greg Ostertag. I don't know. Eh, was Ostertag a good free throw shooter? I don't know. 36-35, Lewiston with the lead. Hamden down low and uh, swatted by Irish. Boss tried to flip it over the top of his head, and Irish said, I think not. Get that out of here. Back the other way come the Devils. Irish to Gaines for three. That is short. Rebound comes down to Moore. Irish was actually a little too far in to get that rebound, or it would have bounced right to him. Gaines has been dying to take a shot from outside for a while now, so I saw that one coming. 36-35. Hamden works it around. They get it into the high post. It's oh, telegraph. Gaines saw it, laid it up, and laid it in. Jake Black provided enough defense to make it a little challenging, but Gaines said, I'll just put that away. Thank you. 38-35, Lewiston with a three-point lead, 640 remaining in the third quarter. And Hamden in a situation they haven't been in very often, although Lawrence had him on the ropes, as we remember, a couple of years ago in this game. McIntyre down driving in, and foul will be called there. It'll be a hand-check foul. There are only seven or eight fouls called in the first half, so it'll be interesting to see if it tightens up a little bit here in the second. Tends to do that in basketball. Not right, not wrong, just a little bit different. Back the other way comes Hamden Academy. Gilpin has it whacked out of bounds. As Harris said, no, I don't think so. A couple of people have to stop trying to put ketchup on their french fries to track the ball back in. Gilpin inbounding again between the T and the A and Augusta on the baseline. Out to Black. Connery Moore. Shot fake. Steps. Cut off. Tapped away and another turnover. Bell with it now. Gets it over to Harris. Harris into the corner for Gaines. And one. And the foul. Tykeen Gaines with beautiful body control. Did not get called for the offensive because McIntyre hadn't gotten set yet. And it is 40-35, to 35, Blue Devils by five, and a chance to make it six. 
Just a great pass from Harris, a great steal from Bell. Everything going the Devils' way. Free throw is good, and it's 41-35. You'd almost think Lewiston has watched some tape because all those passes, it's like Malcolm Butler coming out of nowhere, tapping them and going the other way. This is now a 14-0 run. Gilpin looking to take over. Shot is no good, and the rebound comes down to Isaiah Harris. Gets smacked in the mouth for his troubles. Back the other way come the Devils. He's like, yep, I've got all my teeth. We'll move forward. That Lewiston <laughs> hockey player mentality.